When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Celebrate 50 years of the Timberland original yellow boot and the culture that made it an icon. The Timberland Hip Hop Royalty Boot remixes the classic in a glorious purple waterproof leather with premium crafted details inspired by the four pillars of hip hop, DJing, graffiti, emceeing, and breakdancing. Get yours in select stores or at Timberland.com. Available in men's, women's, and youth sizes. Timberland, built for the bold. Hey, man, say, man, what it do? It's the Freestyle King. Flip Mayweather, Lil Flip, Mr. Papados, Mr. Exotic Pop, Mr. Shells.com. You know my name, you know the game. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You did, you lost me. Man, I had them bricks on the streets, and I had them hoes in the club, and you know I get it for cheap. I really got motive. All right, so we got the legendary Lil Flip jumping off the porch with us today, man. Hey, man, say, man, what it do? Appreciate you having me, man. Nah, I appreciate you swinging by today, man, and sitting on this porch with us today, man. Hey, it's an honor to have you today, Hey, bro. it's an honor, man. It's a legendary porch, man. Yeah. You know, I be sitting at home at the studio in between working and closing deals hmm. watching this, man. So, you know. That's love yeah. right there, man. So I had to come do it, man. I'm proud of what y'all do and what y'all doing as well. I appreciate that for real, man. Yeah, so, so what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What else you got planned during this trip? Man, I do a lot. Um, I'm a ninja. I do a lot. So, you know, uh, it's a, a secret rap battle going on. You okay. know what I mean? And one of my newest business partners, Reed Dollars, got a battle. And it's, it's going to be some, some yoga flames. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I like to maximize my time. So if I'm going to go to a town for anything, you know, we go, we go maximize. You know, radio, interviews, features. I'm going to link up with Cassidy. We go chop it up on some beers. Hmm. We maximize, my guy. Nah, definitely, man. Shout out to Cassidy, too, man. Yeah, that's my guy. Yes, sir, man. All right, so what's new in Houston, uh, you know, in 2022, Flip, man? And how is Houston looking, you know, today compared to when you were growing up there, too? Man, Houston, it's like it's a new wave of people. You got the TSF doing their thing, you know, the Wolfpack, Brick doing his thing. Um, you got the Daiso hoes, Trill Sammies, Sinistar. Man, it, it's, it's a whole wave of people doing their thing. Propane. Yep. It's a long list. Peso, Peso, he, he and TSF. Uh, Maxo Cream. I ain't trying to leave nobody out. You got B King, even though he's been doing it a minute, but mm-hmm. I feel like he's getting his just due. You know, Absolutely. being able to collab with people like Two Chains and, and Moneybag. So. It's a, it's, a, it's a great feeling to see the youth and see people who I've had relationships with for a very long time tell me, like, man, I'm going to be the next you. I'm going you know, to do the jury. Like, when I met Sauce Walker a while back, you know, I know he battle rap, you know, back in the day. He mm-hmm. can really rap rap, too, you know, and I'll be seeing him. I'll be like, hey, I fuck with that song. I fuck with that song. Hey, 
I want to hear you rap, rap, not, not show him. You know what I mean? So we be having conversations. He's like, look, man, we look up to you, bro. Uh, I'm going to be the next you. Like, I'm going to flex with the jury. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to catch you, man. And, you know, so it, it, it's great to see the new Houston ball and, and have money. You know, I did a record with Rizzo, Rizzo, okay. Kyle Clovers. That shit went, like, viral. Like Fabio say, viral. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, it's dope. And on top of that, H-Town is way, way more unified than we were 20 years ago. Because it's competition. Everybody want to be the best. Everybody want to be the king. But it can be multiple kings, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm just Flip Mayweather, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, the go to ghost though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I love to see, like, your generation embracing this next generation that's coming right. up, too, man. Because I think that's really important for the city and for the scene to kind of uplift everyone, too, man. I agree. And I'm one of the few OGs that do it. And I do it with a pure heart, though. For my whole career, it's always been somebody under my wing. Like, I was raised, like, if you got more than the next person, look out for the people next to you. I don't want to be the only one with jewelry and double R's, shining, looking fly. Like, I represent my team and my team represent me. So I was the one when I had a rap group, HSC, I'm the one charging my grandpa's card, buying three of everything. I go buy a jersey, I'm buying three. I go buy some shoes, I'm getting three. We all got to look the part. I got jewelry, see, I had street money too, so it's like, when I got tired of my old jewelry, you know, I would give it to my people, you know, around me, hey, you can wear that. Till you get on your feet and you, we all need to look good. And um, I still live by that motto. Yeah. Till this day. <laughs> God's too bad. Um, it, like, like you were saying, you definitely embraced that role of being an OG too, man. Right. So who were some of the OGs that kind of raised you, like, even outside the rap game, man? Man, well, I got to start off with, you know, God is the, 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 the original OG, you know what I'm saying? But besides that, my dad, Big West, my grandpa, my grandmother, rest her soul, my grandpa, rest his soul, my mom. But, like, as far as life and dealing with people in the streets and how to you know, manage money, how to close deals, how to treat customers and clients, not like they licks. Like my dad was a master car salesman. Hmm. So his tactics to move 20 and 30 cars a night was unorthodox because everybody else would go to work from nine to five, right? He'd go to work like after seven. So when they come back to work the next day, they're like, damn, how did Wes sell like 10 cars? He didn't even come in. <laughs> He was working the vampire hours yeah. and he would always have a drawer full of money if I wanted to go do something like when I'm a kid before I started hustling and making my own bread. I want to go somewhere, the money in a drawer and I open up the drawers, just nothing but money. He said, get what you want. You know, I wouldn't overdo it, you know what I mean? But it just let me know, like had that hustler mind frame. So, and then my grandmother, she turned our garage into a beauty shop. So I'm around like women my whole life, the church, um, that's why I got this scar right here in the beauty shop. I wanted some pickles and they was like at the top of this like cabinet thing. And she told me don't climb up there. I did it. <laughs> that's the main reason I don't eat pickles now. Cause really? Yeah. When I the look jar at, hit you? Yeah. Well, it, it, the jar ain't hit me. I just fell on the fucking floor. And, um, you know, that's what had happened was, you know, but, um, my, my grandparents and my dad gave me a lot of life lessons. And then Jay Prince, I learned a lot from him especially when it comes to the music industry oh, yeah. and um, putting out music, you know, 
how to mob, um, how to own land, cattle, just have boxers. You know, I manage boxers, MMA fighters, like all that. So me just seeing what he do, like, I'm like, damn, okay, you can spend your own money because he started out with a car lot and then elevated. And so in my mind, I'm like, I, I got, I'm in the same city with, with one of my main mentors. So I'm, I'm just soaking it up like a sponge and then DJ screw yeah. for him to let all of us come freestyle, be a part of his movement, let us get fans off of his platform because he was, you know, already here, mm-hmm. letting us come to his house, you know what I mean? So then, you know, my OGs from my hood, C-Note and D-Red, the Botany Boys, learned a lot from them, you know, and uh, working and just hustling. I always wanted to have a nice cars, nice home, diamonds in the grill. Like, I ain't want to do what everybody else did, my age group. Yeah. I always hung with older people. So, you know. Yeah, kind of just talk about the grind it took back then to get your music heard, man. This was pre-internet days. Like, you weren't just posting a video on IG and going viral and getting signed the next day. Talk about that day-to-day grind out there. The good old days. (laughs) We got a record called Good Old Days on the Clover Nostra, too. Me read dollars. But, um, man. I'm a hustler, bro. I come from the era hand in hand. I might not have millions of followers on social media, but I got billions of followers in real life. Because when everybody else was Hollywood, I was Hollywood. And I still am till this day. I would do freestyle battles, rap battles, talent shows, press up my own music. At Astro World, we had this place, like, you know, Music Park, like Six Flags. And um, you can go there and you can record. They had a studio and then you can shoot a video. So I would go up there, record real records, then go to the little video place and make real videos. So I was just always grinding, practicing my craft, buying video cameras, shooting music videos in the back of my house. For the smoke effect, I would burn like newspaper, you know what I mean? Like, I've always been into like doing the art, so I just knew I needed to be everywhere. On 97.9 The Box, our home radio station, they had this thing called a roll call. And um, it's like, what's up, y'all? What you got to say? Who's on the mic with how the nigga today? And then you say your name. Well, my name is Lil Flip, and I'm sipping the lean. They could be the prince, just call me the king. And then they'd be like, and that sounds cool. And that may be, what said you from? Like, so you did, you say, where you from? So I used to call up there and freestyle on the radio, and Jay Mack and Mad Hatter took a liking to me and like embraced me as they brother, they little brother. And, um, I was always up there, so I'm freestyle battling. Uh, I'm going to, uh, what was it? Club Connections, Drumsticks, Stadium Bowl. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And a club unique. Those were like the main places where I battled. And uh, 
I just was like flaming people up. Like, <laughs> and I battle off the top of the head, you know, so all the battle rappers that remember all them bars, like I salute them and I fuck with them, you know what I mean? I'm cool with majority of the battle rappers. So the way they do it, I, I applaud them. I can't remember all that shit. But off the head, hey man, say man, leave your white t-shirt red. Yeah. But uh, I just grinded. Met DJ Screw, got on some screw tapes. The first cat out the screwed up click, I'm the first cat out the screwed up click to go to the north side and freestyle on Swisher House tapes when it was north side and south side mm -hmm. beef. And um, I got family on the north side, so I'm, I'm going everywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what's crazy, my biggest freestyle is on a Swisher House tape, and I'm in the screwed up click. It's a freestyle car we blow in though. And an uh, artist I work with named Crisco, he got his own podcast, Say No to Sco. Every time the show come on, he started off with that record. Well, that record, like, 23 years old. I just shot a video to it. So I'm about to, like, you know, we just... Fans going to go crazy. Over yeah, there, I'm going back to a lot of my stuff shooting videos. That makes Lepre sense. Yeah, because people, they usually forget about their old albums and move on. Nah, they going to be surprised. I'm about to unload <laughs> the arsenal. Bing bong. <laughs> you know, DJ Screw's uh, contributions as far as music are, you know, well publicized. But what type of person was he like outside of the music? Like what type of personality characteristics did he have? Man, Screw laid back. Screw was like laid back. You could talk to him. Cool, calm, collected. Hustle about his money. Didn't let the fame... Um, what's the word, dictate who he was. He wasn't a, a slave to his fame, you know what I mean? Like if he wanted to go to the store, go to the gas station, he going. And um, that's really who I learned how to be a you know, celebrity as well as remain normal. I'm like the most famous, unfamous person because everybody know me, but I don't feel like I gotta be everywhere. I don't have to be at every award show. I don't have to be in Every magazine, or like, I had my time when I was doing it. I was working hard. Now I'm working smart. Because what I learned, if a person always see you at the club, they ain't gonna wanna pay to see you. They gonna be like, ah, man, well, I'ma pay to, I saw him last night, he was here. So I pop out when I got something to promote. If I ain't got nothing to sell to you, and you just see me out, I'm just in the mood to be out. But nine times out of 10, if I'm going in the club, Somebody didn't pay me more than a dub. You did. I feel that. Uh, do you have a story about Big Mo you can share with us? Man, Big Mo, man. The crazy part, we was doing a, a, a group called the White Cub Gang, man. The White Cub Gang, you know, this shit come from Texas, man. You know, we, we, you know, we sipped that. But you know, down in Philly, they drink that shit too, man. Down in M-Time, M Memphis, they drink that snot, man, you know. But so to all the double cup lovers, you know, but we had a, a group called White Cup Gang we was doing, me and him. He passed away or whatever before we could actually like even record on it. Oh, wow. But man, I got stories, man, being on the road with him, freestyling. It's a, time, it's a couple times me and Big Mo, we like freestyle like me and Big Shasta and Big Pokey. Like on June 26th. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Seven, like every June 27th, it's two freestyles that float all on the internet. It's the one, the original June 27th mm-hmm. freestyle, and then it's one with me, Big Shasta, and Pokey in the car that we did at the Capitol. Okay, yeah. And uh, it was a few times me and Big Mo, we did some freestyles, but we didn't have cameras rolling. And it, it was just crazy moments, man, that I'll never forget, you know, having those ciphers with Big Mo and Big Hawk and uh, Big Pokey, man. So, touring with Mo, he was just always in a great mood, man. Always in a great mood. I always had the, the, the granddaddy cup of, you know, a drink. The big cup, you know, we use these right here. Big Mo, he go have a big one. The big <laughs> ice cup, yeah, that's his cup, man. Yeah, man, you taste that shit, man, listen. You will be sleepwalking like you on thrill in this bitch. And <laughs> yeah, what about Big Hawk? You got a story about him? Big Hawk. I used to call him John. He called me Wes. We call each other by first name. He see me, what up, Wes? I'd be like, what up, John? And um, we used to go play dominoes, man. Um, what was that game came out back in the day? It was a basketball game. Like, where you could be like this... Uh, Yeti, you could be like the dude with the afro. Was it NBA Jam? Not Jam. Street. There we okay, go. Yeah, NBA yeah. Street. We used to play that, and I, boy, I used to give it to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we used to go back, 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 play the game and play dominoes, man. And um, we actually we was go sign Big Hawk back at the time when I was partners with Sucker Free. Oh, really? Yeah, we was go sign Big Hawk, and um, we didn't do it. I wanted to do it. I thought, I felt like we should have gave him the money he wanted, you know what I mean? But my business partner at the time, he was like, nah, that's too much money. But nah, man, you, we make the money, we hustlers. Sometimes you just gotta, that's why, like when I watch like football and, uh, and just different sports, when you got a star that's really bringing you wins and bringing you fans and, and being loyal to you, like, like after they prove themselves to you and make you billions of dollars, like, and they asking for some money, like, you know, you pay your star, mm-hmm. take care of them, you know what I mean? Because people got to uproot their family and do this when they get traded and shit. So, you know, I, I feel like we should have gone and gave him the bread that he wanted. And, uh, but yeah, that's my guy, man. Rest in peace to Big Hawk. And the dope part about it, we have his son working for Exotic Pop. So oh, really? Big Hawk's son, yeah, it works. We got Hawk Soda back there, you know. That's hard right there. Yeah, so. And then we, we helped take care of even Big Mo, you know, like we got the Big Mo grape soda mm-hmm. and we helped take care of his family, his mother, you know, do things for her and the community. So every exotic pop soda we got, we give back to the community. A part, like I'm from Cloverland, so a portion goes back to my community and so on, so on. So, yeah, I got plenty of memories with Hawk, man, writing them raps, writing them raps, man, at, at his house playing dominoes, man. That's dope, right? Yeah. There. So, you know, uh, I think it was Screw that gave you the, the title, Freestyle King. Hey, man, say, man, I earned it. Yeah. yeah. Flip so, Mayweather. So at what point did you realize, all right, this isn't normal. People usually can't rap like this off the head. But. Man, I was born in it, not sworn in it. In my family, bro, if you're born in my family, you're doing music. I'm playing the piano, drum, singing in the choir. Uh, directing, like I'm, I'm just, 
talent shows, going traveling, you know what I mean? So I'm just already prepped. Like my family was like some Jackson Fire type shit, but you know, I'm the one that, that made it, made it and pursued music, man. So I don't know what everybody else do, but I take my craft serious. And um, I, I got a lot of aliases, you know what I'm saying? Swisher Sweet Simpson, Bartholomew Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Like I got a lot of different names, Flipperachi, Mr. Papados, Mr. Like a Pimp, the Leprechaun, Freestyle King, Flip Mayweather is the latest moniker. Yeah. But um, like, I feel like my career, like, I changed the way of being an artist. Same way uh, Mayweather changed being a boxer. Like, once he got out of a deal that wasn't favorable to him, he started his own company. Like, you know what, I'm gonna throw my own fights. Why let these promoters pay us for two million and they get 40 million? He kinged up, you know what I'm saying? Bossed up, then kinged up, and um, started dictating how he go move. And when you take control of your, your career and your life, man, it, it, just, it just separates you from the pack. You know, the hours we got to put into being a genius while everybody else sleeping, we grinding while everybody content with being in the studio four, five hours and only get two records done, smoking, lollygagging, bullshitting. You give me five hours, I'm going to get at least 10 records done unless I'm doing some, you know, some, some shit that's like, What's the word? Musical, unless I got my saxophone player playing, you know, guitars, you feel me? Adding that extra, yeah. you know, layers to the music. Other than that, I'm gonna go run through it and, and get to it and make sure I got bars that's haymaker and hidden. So I just been new, I was way different because I study everybody. I ain't just grow up jamming down south music. You know what I mean? I grew up jamming Big L, Do or Die, you know, Jay-Z, Nas, uh, Black Sheep, you know, bad boy, people from where I'm from, just, just a, whole, a whole plethora, West Coast stuff, you know what I mean? Sade, my mama put me on Sade, rest in peace to my mom, Mary Weston. Like Sade, Kenny G, Brian McKnight, Luther Vandross, Patti LaBelle, Sting, Beastie Boys, like just my, my I'm a fucking musical genius uh, jukebox. <laughs> so I just know, I studied my opponents, I studied the competition, I know what the past classics sound like. I can tell when artists is not inspired, I can, I can tell. But hey, it's a lane for everybody. For real. Where were you at mentally uh, creating the Leprechaun and did you know you were sitting on something when you finally finished it? Mentally, man. So what had happened was, I did my group first, HSE, Hustlers, Stacking Ends. A group I formed, I formed that shit in middle school, but by the time I got to high school, different members was in it. You know, everybody got different mind, you know, mind states. And um, so we did the HSE album, had a record called Top of the Line, but we should have put out this record called G's and Ballers first. We didn't, but we put it out, it was on the album, but we didn't push it as a single. So we did like 30K out the gate and then, you know, it, you know, it declines, and so I'm like, damn, at that time we had like eight, eight label mates or something like that, so kind of looking at the money, I'm like, I'm like, man, this ain't enough to feed all of us, like, and I'm doing majority of the work, picking the cover, blah, 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 you know, writing majority of the hooks, you know what I mean, on some Michael Jackson shit, you know what I mean, like really on some taking control of the situation, hey, you rap here, hey, da, da, da. 
So we did that, and after that, you know, the money was, it was like, all right, we still doing shows, but we got to split this shit like eight ways. Like, bro, I'm, I'm the person that they want. So after that, I'm like, damn, I'm back in the trap. Like, all right, that money ain't like the, the trap money, you know what I mean? Like, that ain't, that ain't, fuck that. So I'm in the trap, writing, freestyling, collecting my beats, in between making money with my, my other partner, man, rest in peace to my homie Taz, you know what I mean? I talk about it in my music, but uh, my mind frame was like, all right, I put out the group album, they fucking with it. First they was like, damn, why you didn't come out first? And then they caught on, okay, they jamming, it became a classic, like, okay, we fucking with we, we we wanted you alone, but we gonna take this. So I'm like, all right, I gotta get back to the drum board, I gotta, and I just got in the zone of, I, I gotta showcase, not, not just down south, like music, but my, you know, cognance of being a universal music listener. Mm -hmm. So I was just in like, I gotta fuck this shit up. Double album, you know, I dropped a double album. And one thing I knew, when I did the record, Diamonds in Your Face with C-Note, I spray painted the wax like on the wall, gold and put it up on my wall. I'm like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a real one. And um, so I knew like if I dropped a double album, they count as two. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, all I gotta do is sell a quarter million. <laughs> I done already did that like in mixtapes and screw tapes and switch out. Like, I'm like, all right, there ain't nothing. We can do that, I'm gold. So I just was in some through the world, I got it. And y'all should have signed me back when I was trying to fuck with y'all when I was 15. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of people that had, had opportunities to sign me back when I was a kid, you know what I mean? And for whatever reasons, they didn't. But in life, you meet people multiple times and the tables turn. And some of these people, they don't realize I was that same kid that they bullshitted on. But it'll be in one of my movies. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I learned Scarface wanted to sign you to Def Jam. Correct, right? correct. Yeah, he did. He did, but the, the money wasn't... Sony, they talking about that 22 million. They talking about label deal, tour buses, doing records with Beyonce, being label mates with 3-6 Mafia, uh, Big Pun, Nas. Like, I'm like, even though Def Jam was an iconic label as well, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but hey, them 22 M's and more creative control, I, I couldn't do nothing with a quarter million. That was like, we make that in the streets. Yeah. Like, I've been having nice cars. The ladies been loving me, but go back to my yearbooks, wearing Versace, all the Jordans from Active Athlete before they come out eight months early, like going to Versace, a, a, a Dunnican, a money exchange, buying the belts, like this is what we've been doing, diamonds in the mouth, clovers parted in the head, you know, we've been doing it, man, platinum, permanent platinum. Yeah. Yeah. First one with the platinum grill, permanent with Trillion Cuts, Diamonds, first one to put his name. Like Soldier Boy say, I'm the first one to put his name in his grill. The first one with the yellow diamonds, the first one with the double cups, you know what I'm saying? Like my homie Troy Ave, man, he was like, man, Flip, man, I, I salute you, bro. You the one got me wanting to wear the, the fruity, you know, diamonds, the color diamonds. Even Travis Scott pulled me to the side and was like, bro, you the reason why I want the little Flip braids, you know what I mean? <laughs> Rest in peace to Pop Smoke, though. We fuck with Pop Smoke. 
Well, yeah, Travis like, man, I told my mom I want the little flip braids, you know That's what, what I mean? That's what they called them, too. Everyone called them yeah. the little flip braids. Yeah, man. yeah. You definitely popularized so, that, yeah. So not a new way they call it the pop smoke braids, man. But, you know, I'm cool with it both, man. I jam pop smoke music. That nigga jamming, man. I hate, I hate he got taken away too soon, yeah. you know, so I fuck with the youngsters, man. Uh, underground legend, man. Underground classic, legend. Hold classic up. album right here. Man. Yeah. Um, so did you feel like, all right, you got the new deal. Where are you at mentally going into this one? Like, all right, I'm going to show the world now. Yeah. Or where were you at mentally creating this project? Man, look, what had happened was that bag was fresh. I'm like, I got the bag. Let me see. Around this time, yeah, because the clips was coming out and stuff, and I was supposed to be on one of the clips albums around that time. But I, I was like doing so much stuff and on tour, but I eventually got to work with Pharrell and family on a record called Rock and Roll, you know. Classic. Shout out to too, Star man. Trek. That was a dope experience filming that in Virginia. But um, Underground Legend, man, I'm like, man, this is my first major label album. What can I do? different and i'm like i'm gonna stay true to me like instead of me spending all my money on these high budget producers spending a hundred thousand on this i'm like nah i'm just gonna stick with what i do because i had creative control any deal i do you're not gonna tell me what to make you know so underground legend i'm like all right i always wanted to work with busy bone i'm a huge bone thugs and harmony fan you know what i'm saying supporter and um I got Busy Bone on a record called We Ain't Scared. Mm -hmm. And he was like, just give me a, a bottle of Hennessy, man. And um, That's all he wanted? Yeah. <laughs> Gave him a bottle of Hennessy, man, and he killed his verse. And then I had another beat, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, this sound like some R.I.P. shit, you know? Like, man, I'm a rapper by DJ Screw. You should rap about Easy. Let's, let's do a collab on some R.I.P. And he like, um, what'd he say? He tell me, he say, uh, you know what? We already did Crossroads for Easy. He was like, you do this alone for DJ Screw, but I'm gonna do the hook. So I ended up having two records with Busy Bone, you know what I mean? He did a hook and he did a verse and a hook. So he did two hooks and a verse. And then I'm like, all right, what else can I do to make this epical? I Can Do That was my breakout record from um, the Leprechaun album. Mm -hmm. So. I'm like, I'm gonna do I Can Do That Remix and I'm gonna put Juvenile on it. Yep. You know, so we traded. I did a record for him. Um, it's on like one of his UTP compilations, you know what I mean? I, I jammed it the other day, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, fucking with them, man. Those were like the two only features. Oh, and then I had Chameleon there. I yeah. got Chameleon there on the record called You See It and then I had a record with David Banner I'm trying to think if it was somebody. I don't know if 3-6 Mafia was on Underground Legend or on. I don't think they were on that. Yeah, because I think Cause we... Have... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. 
Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Come on, represent. Represent. That's what I was about to say. We did represent, but I think that was on uh, You Gotta Feel Me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Underground Legend, I was just like, this is my deal. I got to put on for Texas. I got to let them know, like, we ain't to be fucked with. We hustlers. We got skills. And I was just like, let me just not do what a lot of people do. Get their deal. They run to, like, the big name producers. Run to the big names. Try to go pop. Try to just be something they not. So I just stayed true to me. Went yeah. platinum, and I think you only had one music video. Yeah, the, well, the crazy part that shit is like three point five million now, cause you know it's a it's a double. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and then worldwide, it's almost at like five. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> see, I do I do well like overseas too, because I was always like internet savvy. Because comedian there told me he's like, hey, bro, this internet stuff about to take oh, yeah. over. He knew. Yeah, and me coming from the streets, I I'm, I ain't really trying to be just on the you know I'm trying to just get the bag and stay behind the scenes, you know, on some ninja shit, but. Yeah, I would always communicate with fans and collaborate through email with people rapping in different languages and responding to my fans. Like I had a site called Flip Gates World at one point and all these people, we would have the, you know, Clover of the, uh, of the week, uh, fan of the week and send them like care packages. And like, I, I've always been the artist that fuck with his fans, man. Talk to them, tell me what you like, what you don't like. You know, I, I keep that as a mental note. So when I get in the lab, I'm like, all right, let me mix a little bit of this. This is what eight, 800 people told me. You know what I mean? I just sprinkle that shit like gumbo. And a lot of what I want, a lot of what they want. Yeah. Yeah. You and Banner, man, got some classic records. Speak on that chemistry between you two, man. You guys never put out a weak song, man. Me and Banner, man. Shout out to Banner, man. I, I talked to Banner like about three months ago. But, um, I met Banner like in Jackson, you know what I'm saying, back in the Gap, you know what I'm saying, before I was like, like really, really, really jumped into like taking music all the way serious. Like I met him like on some street shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and um, I used to always bump into him. And then um, we finally got a chance to do some music, bro. And like a pimp, he um, a hoe, you a hoe. Like, we got a few records, ain't no nigga. We got some records. We actually were supposed to do a, uh, a album. I was gonna yeah. ask, man, because yeah. like I said, the chemistry was just unmatched. The collab yeah. album would've went crazy. We started working on it. Um, we had um, we had like three records or whatever. We started working on that, man. But I'm gonna tell you this, man. If it wasn't for David Banner, I wouldn't look at performing the way I look at it now. Like I, I felt I've always been a dope performer. Like I never, I'm not one that's go just stand still like a robot or, you know, like I'm like, I, I'm energetic, like, you know what I mean? But until I met David Banner, once I saw him pro, like perform, like in running, jumping on basketball goals, going in the crowd, taking people's bikes, running around in the socks, pouring, you know, like, just like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, motherfuckers really be, like, I thought only, like, rock stars really, like, you know what I mean? Like, so for me to see him and, you know what I mean? Like, I know Busta Rhymes, he, he oh, get yeah. down. I know Tech 9 get down and, and, you know, 
it's people, but I'm just saying like me, like down south, like it wasn't nobody down south, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, Pastor Troy and the other people mm-hmm. that was doing the crunk shit too and LeJean, but I'm saying like from where I, you know, I'm like, damn dog. So performing with him just taught me that, cause you know, in Texas, we laid back, you know, we play a May, you know, chopping razor blades, eating their etouffee, you know, and it just taught me a different angle to perform. So I have my records where, you know, I intentionally make them to where it's crowd participation and like they can say these words like, hey, and just, I drop the music on certain parts. So I got my records where I turn up more. So if it wasn't for David Banner, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't move on the stage like I move now. You know, he taught me to have that look, you know, just had that energy. And he, he taught me by me just watching him. He ain't never yeah. say, hey, Flip, you need to do this. I just watched him, like, okay. Be a little bit more animated with your shit, you know, like, you know, so. It's contagious, bro, man. Bro, it is, and, and now, bro, I had, I had a time of my life on this motherfucking stage. <laughs> like, I had a time of my life. Like, we have fun. Like, we have fun, like, I mean, like, every show is a different show, like. Like, we just have fun on that motherfucker. Like, it's fun now. It don't feel forced. It's like, I, man, yeah, you got to come check out one of the 2022 Flip shows, man. You know, I'm on tour right now, the Flip Mayweather tour. So, like, what, what, let me know your schedule. Well, I see you the schedule. You tell me, hey, I want to come fuck with you on this yeah. one. And I just want to have you come fuck with me, man, and, and, and see my world, the life of rolling with the Freestyle King, man, and how oh, they treat me. Let's do it, man. Yeah. That's that lyric right there. Uh, Want to ask you about some of these features, oh man? You got to feel me, cause you had some, some heavy hitters and some kind of unknowns at the time. True. Like the first song. True. You know, I yeah, came I, to bring I, the pain. I read your mind. True. <laughs> you got Luda and you got someone named Titty Boy on there. Uh, I think Lil Fate was on there too, right? Nah, it, it was just it. It was just it. Okay. Correct. So was that like Luda saying, "Hey, put my boy on there," or were you already a fan of Titty Boy at that point? It's like this, what had happened was, look, in every crew, like you got the marquee acts, the, the top stars, then you got people who are lesser famous and known that's affiliated with you. In every crew, it's always like somebody who I'm like closer to. It, it just happens like that. Like we smoke together, chill, you know, like, like you just got that one you really vibe with and you fuck with the, you know what I mean? You fuck with him when you come in town and, and that's just what it was with me and Tid. I come in town, man, he made sure I'm straight, vice versa, when he come to my town. And um, we just hung out, you know, and I just, I'm like, man, we got to do a record too. So I know I could have did my own record with him, but I'm like, nah, I'm gonna put you on the first record with me and Luda, like the guy who you with, you know what I mean? We, we finna just, you know, cause I fuck with him, you know what I'm saying? I knew, like I knew he had bars, you know what I'm saying? You know, so I'm, I'm proud of everything 2 Chainz got going on. I actually painted him a picture. <clears throat> I painted him a painting or whatever um, about five years ago. But yeah, those features, um, I had Gravy, the guy who played yep. Biggie. And Graf, Graf. Like, yeah, I had how Graf. did that connection come? Were you up there in New York? Bruh, did they reach out? Bro, I'm a lyricist. Like, I know how to make simple music, but at the same time, when it's time to bar a nigga down, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you go get this work, like Loaded Lux say, like, you feel me, P? So like, like I'm just saying like, for me to take over New York, me having family and people and fans, I pay attention to the fans, the critics, you know what I mean? I just digest it all and, and make my own, you know, assessment of what I want to do. 
but I knew in order for me to have New York fuck with me, because down south, you know, we get that stigma that we're not lyricists. We only rap about, you know. Especially candy. back then. Yeah, yeah, like y'all just country, y'all rap about candy, paint, popping trunks, y'all ain't, where's the metaphors, the punchlines, all that, you know? And so it was like, man, I gotta prove to these niggas that nigga, look, yeah, I can freestyle, I can write, I can give you a, a record for the ladies, Sunshine. So I'm like, all right, I'm finna go rap. Whoever y'all say is on, I'm gonna put them on records. I did, I got Cameron and Dipset yep, on there. And Jim so I'm like, Jones on another one. Correct, yeah, I'm going out there. I'm like, all right, I gotta fuck with everybody who they say doing it. So I, 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 I man, listen, I got a double, double, triple, triple infinity salute Cameron and Dipset. Infinity Salute 50 Cent and DJ Who Kid, Infinity Salute K Slay, um, Ed Lover, like all these people, Clue, uh, Funk Flex, they used to let me come up there and just do what I wanted to do. And, and I knew I had to be on these G Unit mixtapes with Who Kid and, you know, be on these Green Lanterns and freestyle on these Smack DVDs with me and Big Shasta. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew, all right, all right, let me show you what. what the same approach as hustling. The same approach I got my mixtapes out there, I'm finna show you. Cause a lot of people, they be hiding and shit like, this is how I feel, bro. Like, if you feel like, if you feel like you motherfucking um, the best rapper, when a motherfucker say spit, man, you supposed to be ready. I'll let old man, well, uh, I ain't got my auto tune in my pocket. Uh, my dog nose fell off, you lost me. You lost me. Yeah, so I just went out there and did that, man, and just wanted to rap against the greats because I don't compare myself with local people. When I, when I put a video out or whatever, album cover or whatever, whatever, I want to play my shit right next to Jay-Z and all these people. I'm, not, I'm, I'm shooting up there. I ain't trying to top, pass y'all. I'm trying to pass the people who getting these billions. So that's like my measuring stick of how great I want to be. So you got to feel me was me just letting motherfuckers know, like, hey, Nah, this this the second album off that 22 million. Nah, you know, I didn't went to Europe, I didn't tour, I didn't did, you know, Baller Baby with Chingy the remix. I didn't did Welcome to the South with Bug Nighty Girl with Beyonce on Pimp C album. Uh man, bro, I'm on so many albums right now. Man, I, I can't even name all the albums, bro. But you were Pastor like the go-to feature at that time. Yeah, yeah. And then uh Oom Camp, you know, shout out to Oom Camp, like they. They part of the reason I got as hot as I got in Atlanta, besides the people that, that's from Texas that moved here or that's in the Army. You know how that shit, you know, transition, people go to the Army and everybody in their bunks like, hey, where you from? I'm from here, this is where we jam. Oh, that shit's screwed, man, we don't wanna hear that. And they like, where you from? Oh, well, this is that. Oh, that's too crunk. And then by the time they end up, you know, getting out the Army together, the person who didn't wanna jam screw is jamming screw and oh, yeah. vice versa, so, you know. I salute all them people, man, that helped me get to where I'm at. Yeah. Infinity salute. I want to salute you for putting Banner and 3-6 on a song together, man, because like you talk about Banner's energy, that mix perfect man. with 3-6. Hell man. yeah. That's my fam. Yeah. 3-6 fam, man. Like, I wish I could have been on Sipping on Scissor, Rest in Peace to Pimp C, and Mama West. But we got to make that record called Rainbow Colors. Oh yeah. And I, I feel like that's the modern, you know, version, man. And three six, man, they always showed me love when I went to Memphis, man. And um Crunchy Black, that's my guy. You know what I mean? 
me and Crunchy, we was the one, like, I, we would just always, like, hang out, you know what I mean? Crunchy just so down to earth, man. He got your back. If he fuck with you, he fuck with you, you know what I mean? So, like, out of 3-6, I hung around Crunchy, like, more, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Me and Juice was cool, me and Pa was cool, but I would be around, like, Crunchy, um, Lil White, you know, Lil White, that's my guy, he wild, you know? And so, we, we had fun, man, 3-6, man, yeah. Great music, great group, man. My brothers, my label mates, well, my old label mates, you know. And going to game over, um, did the producer come to you with the beat or was that something you had planned up? Like, hey, man, go ahead and sample Pac-Man on this. Well, what had happened, what really had happened was back then, the A&R at the time uh, at Sony, I ain't gonna say his name, you know what I'm saying? But he had the beat and he kept trying to get me to rap to it. And I was like, I don't want to rap to it because it's people where I'm from, they got a record on that same beat. Like they sample Pac-Man, you know? And then also Benny Siegel on his album, The Truth, he had a, a record called Mac-Man on a Pac-Man beat. You remember that? Yep, I okay. remember that one, yep. So in my mind, I'm like, it's too soon for me to do it. It's like a record in my city playing right now. I'm like, no, nah, I, I don't want to do it. I told him, no, no. I get like 95% done with the album, you got to feel me. And um, old people that was working with me at the time, they was pitching sunshine to me. I didn't really want to do that either. Like I liked it, but it, I just, I'm used to making up all my hooks on my own, blah, blah, blah. I tested out that out with the women and they liked it, so I ended up doing that. Game over, I kept saying, no, I'm done, now I got sunshine. And they're like, man, what will it take? Will you rap on it if we pay you? Really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I think they gave me either 10 or 15 or 20. It's one of them, 15, 10, I don't remember what it was, but they paid me to rap on it, right? They was like, we ain't gonna do nothing with it. Just rap on it, let's see how it, you know, it comes out. All right. That's why when Game Over come on, I started off, oh shit, y'all done fucked up and let me in this bitch. I'm just your average hood nigga. I'm trying to say cuss words in the beginning, so the radio edit is like <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. So, you know, like, y'all can't put, you ain't gonna be able to push this as no single. And bro, I had like five more dates, and by the time I got back home, Game Over was like number one in Houston. Like, I'm like, I told me I wasn't gonna do nothing with it, but I was like, fuck it, y'all pay me. The world love it, oh well. So I, I got, I charged the label to pay me to rap on a record that went on my record outside of my budget. And I'm the first artist, like Soldier Boy say, shout out to Soldier, he with Exotic Pop too, he did. Um, like, they wanted me to go on a, um, a promo tour, right? I'm like, hmm. Go on the road with y'all for free and miss out on all his bread. So my dad, he like, man, y'all ain't finna send my son on the road for free and have him miss out on 150 grand. What's poppin', guys? It's Jay Jonah here from Blowing Smoke. If you're a fan of fun, insightful, and breakthrough conversations, then be sure to check out and subscribe to The Blowing Smoke Podcast, a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of your biggest names in your favorite industries. And it's all brought to you exclusively right here by The Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Y'all go out to pay him. So I'm the first artist to get paid to go on a promo tour. I made them pay me 
to go on a promo tour. Like, man, hell nah, you know? So I, like I say, I'm Flip Mayweather for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they go have to pay me. It's nothing anybody can say because it's a stigma in hip hop where they try to make it feel like at a certain age, you should quit. Mm -hmm. But like with rock and roll, there is no motherfuckers is touring till they croak. You know, R&B, motherfuckers still singing. The Gap Band, man, Frankie Beverly May, man, listen, man, hey, man, say, man, they out there getting to it. What you mean? Grays and all. What you mean? Movies, boys still the same, same dance moves, you know what I'm saying? Electra sliding and shit, you feel me? Like, like they getting to it. So, nah, man, like, I mean, I got classics, man. I, I helped a lot of people. And, Man, I got so many records that when I perform on different coasts, I can perform different records. Like if I perform in A, we ain't playing with Pastor Troy. Then I got other songs I did with Baby D back in the day. And I was on Bone Crushers, Gripping the Grain remix. Like, like I'm, like I'm on all kind of shit. I can't remember Ludacris, Chicken and Beer. That's that's old three million. The Too Fast and Too Furious soundtrack. Blade Trinity soundtrack. I threw the alley oop to my cousin Big Shasta. I'm on tour with Rizzo in Europe. They like, hey, we want you on this. I'm like, I ain't sure I have to do the hook, nigga. I'm gonna throw you alley. You gonna be on the soundtrack. So I threw my cousin the alley, and in the movie, the music, the song plays in Blade Trinity. Trinity, yeah. mm -hmm. but they they just play Shasta part. They play the hook. I'm like, damn, dog. I couldn't get like one bar in that motherfucker. <laughs> like, damn, I threw the alley hoop, but I ain't tripping. This, that's my cousin. So, blood thick in the water. Salute. But yeah, man. So, my catalog crazy with it, man. No, absolutely, man. Uh, you. Featured on one of my favorite Pimp C songs, man, Coming Up. Coming up, man. Um, Smoke some, bitch. Did you guys all record that in the studio together? The Coming Up record, we did that. I'm trying to think if he was locked up. I know, I think he was locked up yeah. when he dropped. Yeah, I kind, I, feel, I kind of feel like he was locked up. I did it through email, though, okay. to answer your question, but I was trying to think back, like, yeah, I think he was locked up. Yeah. But I love that record. Man, like, I love I that record. I still listen to that. It's, it's still on my playlist, man. That's like, after I do my intro, that's usually like the second record I perform. Really? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. We grit, we get the groove in it. Boss talk, she get to pulling out her <laughs> McGee dance steps, you know what I'm saying? You know the vibes, P. Can you share a story about Pimp C with us? Man, a lot of people be asking me for Pimp C, Pimp C stories, man. And some of them I, I can't tell because, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I plead to flip, but let, let, me, let me try to find one that ain't go, you know, uh, shake up things. Because <laughs> he gave me a lot of insight, bro, on people in his industry and how to deal with them. And I also learned a lot from his mom. So if I got to really share the stories that I got from Pimp C instead of talking about some shit, you know, us spending money, spending 10000 at Giorgio's buying Versace, like we had some stories like that where we spent some money. Man, trying to see who can get the flies, you know, whips and Bentleys and, and competing on some shit like that. But I feel like besides that, the most important gems that I got from him and his mom was like, hey, man, don't forget who you are. Be you. Represent where you from. You want to rap about Texas. You want to don't be afraid, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to rep this shit. You know what I mean? And speak your mind, you know what I'm saying? So like a lot of these people are mentors to me. Pimp C, you know, rest in peace. Devin the dude, Snoop Dogg, they pull me to the side and give me game. Like even Snoop Dogg, 
you know, you, the Super Bowl, you know, they just perform. Mm -hmm. That's the first time that, like, they let yeah. hip hop have their own. Which is crazy to think about. And, and right now in Houston, the rodeo, March 11th, this is the first time in 90 years the rodeo been existing mm -hmm. that they're going to let a hip hop act perform. So Bun B and Friends is performing. Oh, wow. So we got like history at the Super Bowl and history at the Houston. H-Time, baby, you feel me? You feel me, P? Rodeo, you know, so it's, it's a historic year, man, for hip hop, man. All of the, the back seats that they pushed us to mm -hmm. to keep us out. It's too violent, it's too this, but it's cool for R&B and some rock and roll people to rap about doing coke and all this, but hip hop is so bad, but it's the same topics depending on what Artists you listen to, they talking about the same shit, you know? They might be switching it up a little bit, but it's, it's, some, it's some motherfuckers out there spending a block on rock. <laughs> yeah, P. Um, you and Zero, man, Kings of the South dropped, um, mm -hmm. and I believe there's a part two on the way. Am yeah. I right on that one? Part two done. It's done. <clears throat> so what we doing, part, Flip? Part two is done, bro. <clears throat> man. Damn, man. I hate throwing dates out there, but fuck <laughs> it. I, I'm gonna give you a, a couple of like jaw-dropping things, man. Right now, we're looking, we looking to drop on June 27th. And when the fans hear the first single, you know, they'll understand why. Yeah, this that Leprechaun, Exotic Pot, Red Cream Soda. Yeah, Billion Dollar Company. But Kings of the South too, bruh. Like, man, we went in a whole different bag. Like, man, we went in a whole different bag. Like, on Kings of the South 1, bro, I actually made, like, probably, like, seven or, seven or eight of them beats. Like, the intro, like, I don't even like the, the beat. Like, I, it was something I just made on the keyboard. I didn't even mix it right. We was just in a different zone when we made that one. But this new one, Dilly Dilly, this new one, we in a different bag. This new one, instead of me coming up with all the hooks, you know what I mean, or 90%, like, I sat back and was like, hey, what you hear, bro? He'll start humming some shit, and boom, boom, hey, do it. So, like, this, this, this new one, man, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro, I'm excited for the fans to hear it. I'm excited because we, we show so many different layers, and it's just us, you know, expressing ourselves like he the king of the ghetto, I'm the freestyle king, you know what I mean? So we just doing part two for the fans. Yeah. Yeah, because they keep asking. Of course. 16 man. years. Yeah, and once you drop part two, they're going to ask part three. I know, we're going to probably leave it at that, probably. <laughs> All right, so when would you say you jumped off the porch? How old were you? Man, middle school. Like, so look, my life started like this. I went to River Oaks Elementary. Well, I started off at J.J. Rhodes Elementary. They told my parents I was too smart. I went to River Oaks Elementary, which is a predominantly white school. Learned Spanish, French, computers, filming, theater, arts, etiquette, you know, how to have business meetings, all that great shit in the corporate world. Then middle school, I went to Fundren Middle School on the Southwest. And it's a lot of gangster shit going on on the Southwest. You know what I mean? And man, Let's just say I had to, I ain't gonna use the word had to, you know, cause we all got a choice. But I would say I was enticed to find ways to make quicker money, to be able to get similar things to the OGs that was in my hood had. I wanted diamonds in my mouth. 
I wanted a Lexus. I wanted a bad chick. Like, even though I had bad chicks, but I just, you know, like, they, it just seemed like, cause you know, they were older. So their women, you know, were more mature and more, you know what I'm saying? Then you're like, damn, these, gro these grown ass women, that's the grown body. I, you know, you, I want to grow, you know? But they, they had the jewelry and the houses and like the material stuff, you know, the Jordans and just, you know, being able to do what they want, go to Versace, be able to pull up and drink a pint, be able to smoke Indo, like, it was just like, damn. So I, I just jumped in the streets, you know, doing different things, getting bread and um, hustling, you know what I'm saying? Just really getting to it and was able to meet some, you know, um, people that run things in Mexico, you know what I'm saying, mi gente, you feel me, P? And, you know, we was just able to make some money and get it out the mud. So that's why I don't really let fame or having to be in a spotlight make me feel a certain way because I'm used to having bread. I didn't already had private jets and yachts and, and boats and paintings that cost a lot of money. I had automores before motherfuckers even knew what they were. They just came back, you know what I'm saying, um, famous, like, you know what I mean? But like, I've been had that, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool, I, I, I rock this rolly. This, this was a gift by my business partner, TJ, in Austin. We got a store, TJ Jerry in Austin, and um, Time, ba Time Bomb Tattoos in San Antonio. But yeah, he gave me this watch. I upgraded the band with my guy, King Johnny, and I still got the plain band that it came with, but this symbolizes me doing business with somebody who wanna really, you know, treat me as an equal because a lot of people will exploit you. Oh, you're famous, you're the rapper. If I get you to promote my brand, I can reach this demographic and then peace. And then all I got was a one-time lump sum. Nah, he made me a business partner. I own a percentage of that company. He gave me a rollie, he gave me jewelry, make grills for my homies and partners for free or discounted prices, let them sell grills, we make money. You know, so I approach this rap game like the streets. You gotta give shit away for free to get people to pay a fee. And then, you know, I used to be a P, you feel me? So it's like, look, man, hey, man, say, man, I just look like this, you know? So I, I did some shit, a lot of things, and I, I talk about it in some of my music, you know? But my dad also told me, everything you do ain't everybody's business. Some things are better left unsaid. So I'm able to just, you know, talk about my life experiences through my movie and my music. And I, t I tell a lot of stuff on the Leprechaun too. It's a lot of like personal stuff. Like I feel like I give people layers of me. Okay, I could talk about this. This is Statue of Limitations, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, so I, I'm just a, you know, a wise, smart gangster, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got the loud mouths and then you got the laid back people that do more listening and talking. Everybody ain't got to raise their voice to be a stepper. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you scared of the motherfucker with the loud mouth, you need to watch the nigga that's quiet. That's me, the ninja. So what inspires you to keep creating today, Flip? I love music. I dropped a Leprechaun 2, it's, it's back there. The Leprechaun 2 album. <clears throat> that was my last solo album. Okay. I put that out and then the pandemic happened. Hmm. I lost out on so much bread because I was gonna do South by Southwest. I lost out on like 35 to 60K. It, it, it just messed up my whole album rollout for my last album. I started with the Leprechaun, I'm ending with it. But um, 
it kind of worked in my favor because people were stuck at home and streamed more. I was able to start working on my movie, King Life movie, King Life soundtrack coming soon, my Underground Legend movie, as well as the uh, soundtrack to that. I started my podcast because I had a podcast idea eight years ago, the same one that I'm doing now, mm. the Truth Shell Set You Free podcast. But I've been putting it off. I just kept putting it off because I wanted to do my studies and really just learn how to do it. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it all the way. I don't want to half-ass. So I studied. I sat back. Instead of me putting my podcast out like eight years ago when I came up with the name and the, the whole concept of swearing people in, raising your hand like street court, <laughs> like I just wanted to study. Let me, let me, let me sit back and see. Let me, let me study. Let me watch the Joe Rogans and the Joe Buddins and the you know, Drink Champs and you know, the Charlemagne's just all these different people that got podcasts. You know, I just sat back and, and watched Howard Stern. You feel me? That's one of my aliases too, the black Howard Stern. But I just wanted to sit back and just figure it out. Well, we, we, we quarantined and now we stuck in the house. I got plenty of time. So, all right, I partnered up with this board game called Trilopoly, put out board games, about two cars in the pandemic out there, shit in two weeks. Exotic pop, we booming. Um, what else I started doing? So with the podcast, you know, a lot of people were scared to move around, you know, because mm -hmm. of the COVID. I wasn't scared. I, I just was careful. Sanitized. I keep. I don't smoke with motherfuckers no more. Look, grown. Matt Bourne's had on the shirt the other day, you know. And, and shout out to all the smoke podcasts too. They had a, Matt Bur Matt Bourne's had on the shirt that said, "Grown men don't share blunts <laughs> with other men." Like like. I, he had it on the other day, and I, I read that shirt. I was like, yeah, I feel it, you know? So I don't smoke with people no more. I'd rather just give you something to roll up. You know, I don't know what you're doing with your lips. You feel me, peace? So here, just take that, and that's your own. So it just made me, we started maneuvering. It made me go into savage mode. See, when my braids is like this, this when I'm in savage mode. This when I'm, like, like literally hustling, like I'm, I'm, I'm just grinding. I, I, ain't, I ain't fool. Then when you see me with my braids to the back, I'm, I'm comfortable. Jay Prince told me if you can count your money, you ain't got enough. So I'm, I'm in savage mode right now. You know what I mean? When the braids go back to the back, then you be like, oh yeah, he must have got a bag. He comfortable right now. They go back to this, oh, I ain't comfortable because I need a billion. So they fuck around, stay like this till I get a billion. You feel me? Yeah, P. Gotta feel me. Um, so I got the opportunity to speak to students at your old high school, right? Worthing, green and gold, class of 9-9, Dub City. I graduated. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to 50, Infinite, salute. So I got a business program at my high school. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 50 Cent also has an initiative that he's doing with the G-Unity Foundation for the whole city of Houston. And the dope part about it is um, we teaching students about business and how to make it in the world. A lot of people, man, they wait. They wait until they get out of high school to figure out what they want to be or they wait till they like a senior, 
like we trying to prep people like don't wait if you hustling like i met one of the ladies she's a young lady that goes to the school she got her own little cakes and um sweets and snacks she make for people i told her i'm gonna help you with your your company i'm gonna help i'm gonna help you get it to where you need to go because she was like what do i do next i feel like i said you just need to know the right people so it feel great to go back work with the principal like even at the houston rodeo um my guy man j pop customs he made me some shoes right and it's for the rodeo and that's the crazy part i, I should have wore my 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 squid game shoes did i bring my squid game shoes well, I ain't, they should be in the bag. I think I brought them motherfuckers, but if I didn't, I got some Squid Game shoes he killed. I'm going to have him make you some shit. We'll talk about it off the air. But anyway, at the rodeo, I got these rodeo shoes he made for the rodeo that I'm going to wear and perform in. And then I'm going to have all the artists performing, sign it. And then I'm going to auction them off for my high school because I'm basically designing the jerseys for next year. Oh, wow. For, for the men and the ladies. That's so. Cool. Like, same way Michael Jordan looks out for his alma maters in North Carolina. Like, yeah, I want my, my students and my fellow coach, worthy coach, to, you know, step out on the court and have fly jerseys on, fly shooting jackets, you know, dope kicks, you know what I mean? Because I learned a lot going to that school because even though I was rapping and hustling at the same time, like, and playing basketball, when music started really paying off, I started slacking off. You know what I'm saying? From like playing sports. And um, it was a program where you can go to school half a day and then at noon you can go work. So one of my homies, he was the janitor. So I'm like, all right, how much we get paid? You know, he like, we get paid like $18 an hour. How, how many hours we work? Just three hours. What I had to do? He like, clean this one table um, after every lunch, go sweep the band room. Then I went to like this science place. I went to like three classrooms and then that was it. So I basically got paid to take all three lunches with all my homies and, <laughs> and I told them, hey, clean up y'all shit, you know what I mean? Like this is my table right here, you know, so, but it was cool to, to be able to like make money, you know what I mean? I did the job and I was able to just really see how business working. Like if you put yourself in the right environment or you had the right conversations with people, you never know, you might be sitting in a room with somebody who could change your life. So me going back, giving back to the, the youth, the people that's coming after me, and teaching them the correct way to do it because with social media, it, it's so easy to get lost and feel that sense of entitlement. Like people, oh, you owe me. Like, you know, because a lot of youngsters don't want to listen to the OGs. You know, so. That's real. All right, Flip, man. So go ahead and introduce uh, who, who you got joining you on the porch right now, too, man. Man, this is part of La Clover Nostra. We got Jay Bird from Jersey. Hey. The Haitian goat. You know, we got <laughs> Pillar, man, from Augusta, Georgia. You know, the Bulldog. We got General, Big General, not Little General, big man. General. Legend of battle rapping. Uh -huh. My brother, Reed Dollars, a.k.a. Rambo. Yes, sir. And we got Boss Talk, you know what I'm saying? McGee on and Reed Dollars from Philly, Pennsylvania, just in case y'all forgot. Know yeah, that. Yeah. Just know that. And Boss Talk from McGee. So, you know, this is a part of La Clover Nostra. Other members are being grown, doing what they got to do when you're making money on your own, mm -hmm. taking care of family, hustling randomly. You need. I feel that. 
right, so Reed, uh, why don't you go ahead and just let us know what you got coming up, what you working on right now, man? Well, you know, right now I'm working on my album, my first official album, you know what I'm saying? So that's going to be coming out real soon. Got a lot of music, a lot of crazy music. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, definitely a legend out here on the battle side of things. Um, not looking to keep doing that too long, but yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I got a battle coming up tomorrow. Crazy battle out here in Atlanta. So I'm gonna do great on that and um, just get back to the music, man. Yeah. Clover Gang shit, I like that. It's crazy too, man, cause crazy like, shit. he being he being humble and shit, man. Like, <laughs> like, like the motherfucker actually can make real music. You know how a lot of times they be like, yeah, Battle rappers, they can't make good songs. That's a big songs. stigma. Yeah, yeah, like, nah, dude send me some of his stuff. It's like, bro, I just want to work. I'm like, you know, I, I feel like he is the equivalent to me. Like, what he did in the battle league, like, I did in the rap league. Like, we started off kids, young. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I started out, like, as a goddamn in the womb. But, like, I seen videos of this nigga motherfuckers pulling this. <laughs> he rapping and just going to pull up and bite niggas' heads off. That's what I had to do no to get the OGs you know, to respect me. So when we, we talked and bumped into each other at a few of the battles, the Smack battle, shout out to Smack, I salute you for doing what you do. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watched him go from there to there and he deserved everything he got. For sure. And um, we chopped it up. He just like, bro, I just want to work. I'm like, send me some of the music, bro. Let, let's, let's. He sent me that shit. He had some stuff with Young Steph on there. That motherfucker, that cold. I'm like, bro, you, you, you been sitting on these, these, these nukes? And, um, we chopped it up, and he the newest member to the Clover G team. He got his own okay. company, Dollar Day, you know. So we, I'm sure. just going to sprinkle gasoline and let the world know, like, hey, no the guy who 30 is your favorite rapper, you know, he, it's crazy he, he can make great music. Shout out to Flip for really, you know, like, I've been out here a long time. If you know me, you know my history. I was out before YouTube and all this shit was even popping. We was going viral in the streets. Mm -hmm. And, um... You know, a lot of a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes skipped over me. A lot of dudes said my name in the industry, we ain't saying no names, but Flip really came through and was like, let's work. And we locked in, so that's what we doing, man. Clover G's all of that. He got some hard shit. We got Jay, some shit. Jay Bird, you know, Haitian, he like, like he just rapping young and just ready to go. Like, just rap, sing, do all that shit, man. You know, one of his nicknames is the Haitian Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because he can sing, but he got bars too. Cause you know Drake. You know, shout out to Drake. You know, when Drake wanna rap, that oh, nigga, yeah. hey, that nigga. Oh, for sure. Yeah, niggas better stop playing. Hey, Drake be saying some shit, man. For sure. So you know, Bird, he, he bring that that just young, hungry, you know, shit to the team. And then you got Pillar, man. He's just. He's very loud. He don't even need no motherfucking mic. That nigga talks so loud, but he, he can rap fast and you can actually understand what he say and he can rap slow. True. Like he put that energy. Sometimes I'd be like, hey, you ain't got to scream on this song, nigga. Just be laid back, you know, but he got his own style and he represented Augusta, Georgia. You know, then Boss Talk, you know, she just make money, man. She got her clothing line, Boss Talk. That should be flying off the, sale, off the shelves, sales. And then, you know, she rap when she want to rap. So we got a new record called You Lost Me on La Clover Nostra that's coming out on St. Patrick's Day. And she loved that record. And she's like, man, I don't really like rapping no more, but damn, I should have been on that record, you know? <laughs> and she was in, this back up for me. She was in Houston and she had to get back and she didn't get a chance to get on the record, but I'm, I'm gonna have her talk some shit at the beginning. And to the people that's watching, you know what I mean? What, what this day symbolizes I'm gonna make the announcement on your show, you know, give you some, some extra content, man, you know, thank you. So pretty much, I just got a, 
a new job position at a company called Music Access based out in Dallas. I am now the senior A&R. So okay. what I'm about to do is show the artists how to really get the, the bag and get the promo that you need with somebody who actually go care about your career. Because a lot of people just want money up front and they think it's about money, 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 but relationships are last money. If I didn't have one dime, I can go to any city, any state, any country right now. And I'm gonna have somewhere to stay, I'm gonna have some za, I'm gonna have some smoke, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, whatever I need based on relationships, based on how I treat people. So with music access, man, we about to really shake shit up, you know what I mean? So shout out to my partner Rob, shout out to ADOT, B10, the whole staff, wait. Like, we about to do what I learned. So think about it, all the people that came before me, the Jay Princes, the DJ Screws, the Tony Drapers, the Suge Knights, the Puffies, the Quincy Jones, just all these people, the Rick Rubens, the Mike Deans, just all these people, I'm them in one body. Like I got to study them and then learn what I learned from my dad, my grandpa, and then the shit that I know and then the shit I learned from the Bible and apply all the shit that I learned, like how the Terminator, each one gets better, like souped up, yeah, I'm all them in one body. I know what they know. I don't know everything they know, but I know the most important things. And that's why I'm able to be fruitful and remain relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with the, the verses shit, like how that ended up in my lap, you know? Like, doing verses, that shit, that shit was the, that became one of my top five moments in my life. You know, just because that was history. And I worked with both of those groups. Both of those guys are my brothers, you know what I mean? So for me to be there, perform with 3-6 Mafia, do spinners, then comedian come out, you know what I mean? Then I fuck with him, like, hey, you know, I'm acting like I'm falling asleep, just fucking with him. He ain't seen me the whole time until after, but, and then I get to come in freestyle yeah. with Lazy Bone. Like, the Leprechaun, it always works out for the Leprechaun, man. Like, I, I believe in doing great business, bro. And that's why people fuck with me. I'm the artist that'll do a verse with you, that'll do a song with you, that'll promote the record. I'm the nigga, you can have my real number. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a guy named Gotti. Where, where we performing? It was in Pittsburgh. What part where that dude did that song? Big Step Up. Um, was that, was what part that, was of it? Was it Ohio? Nah, it was, it was, it was uh, Pennsylvania, but I don't know. Was it, it was Pittsburgh, it was right? Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh. We Pittsburgh. went to Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. This guy named Gotti. I'm in a VIP waiting to go on me and read dollars and dude performing. I just hear the crowd saying, Big Step Up. They were screaming at shit. I'm like, who the fuck is this? I had to go film it. Like, I'm like, bro, that's so crazy because me and Pillar, we got a record called Big Steppers, you know what I mean? So like, I'm, I'm sure it's many people got records, it's, mm -hmm. you know, that's a, but I, we like, man, that shit jamming. We got his number, I fuck with him. He actually just had a meeting with Atlantic the other day. I gave right. him some advice and uh, I'm like, man, we got a record called Big Steppers. We got a movie coming too called Big Steppers. Like, hey, I'm a rap on your Big Steppers and we go put you on eyes. Like we, so we, I'm, and I'm helping him. I consult with him, just give him advice and different shit, have him come to Houston. So. Like I say, I'm one of them artists, man, that give people chances and opportunities. It ain't about me just making no bag off of you, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yeah, we all got bills to pay, but if I'm going to help you and I want a bag, I'm going to tell you up front, hey, I'm helping you because I want a bag. Mm -hmm. But if I help you from my heart without telling you give me some money, then I'm doing it from the heart. And then once we keep doing it from the heart and then that paper start, then we got to talk about, you know, that money mark. 
Can I get amen? Amen. Yeah, tabernacle. Talk heavy. Get it. Why that back up? See, them cones be going out. I smoke cones now. I retire swishers. It's more healthy, but them hoes be going out, though. Man, God damn. All right, Flip, do you want to give any shout-outs before we wrap it up here, man? Man, shout-out to everybody. Shout-out to my guy, King Lee, the Joe son, blockchain and coin coming. You know, shout-out to all the fans and supporters. La Clover Nostra, man, it is coming out. Yes, sir. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. Shout-out to Tom Tom. We got an album called Made in Texas 2 coming out very soon. Our single just came out, Third Coast Paradise, with Big Shasta, my cousin. And uh, La Clover Nostra, man, the King Light movie coming. Flip Mayweather is out right now. The mixtape, hardest shit in the streets. No Flex mode video doing numbers. It's crazy featuring EXO. Mm-hmm. Um, I just dropped Black Badge Boy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then we got Girl Collection. That's really like the big, big single off Flip yeah. Mayweather for the ladies. That's the one right like, there. So we about to shoot them videos and, and we getting to it, man. So you want to fuck with me? Lil Flip 713 on Instagram. Support Exotic Pop. Supportshells.com. And like I say, man, if you want a CEO and somebody that's going to help promote you and give you the right direction and game, you know what I'm saying? Come to Music Access. Tell them little flips and shit. <laughs> Yiddy. Yeah, yeah. Yiddy. Yeah. Bankroll coming soon. Bank on me, bank on me. Bing bong. Legend challenge. Hey. <laughs> Man, I had them bricks on the streets. And I had them hoes in the club. And you know I get it for cheap. I really got more than the blood. And if you say... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.